0: hello hello welcome to the health cure podcast so we are back again um i had a guest earlier in the week and i have another guest Today, so we are uh, lucky to be joined by Stacy Musanuru, who I've known for a while now. In fact, she's actually the gave me my first teaching job. Actually, so um, <laughs> she was the one who hired me, or was on that committee anyway. So we've known each other since then, um, and she's taught. I've taught with her, and she uh, moved to Colorado recently. So uh, this is actually the first time I've been able to see her or talk to her since. So it's. Nice to have her on. But um, she is a really fascinating person and uh, has a a really incredible history of not just teaching, but she's also a a triathlete and um, teaches triathlon. And and that's really our topic today. So we are calling this, and with the help of of her, uh, we came up with why you should try. So this will be about how to train for your first triathlon. Um, Again, I don't have much experience with this. So she is the expert in this field and she'll give us a lot of good info if you're ever thinking about um, or want to to try out a triathlon. So anyway uh, Stacy, if you don't mind I guess kind of introducing yourself and tell us about your past and your career and maybe your certifications. I know you have a lot of certifications so um, just go ahead and dive into that if you don't mind.
1: Yeah sure thanks Cameron for having me on today and it's great to connect again. So yeah, my previous experience, I started in corporate wellness uh, when I first graduated with my um, undergrad, and I was at Motorola for a few years and decided to go back to grad school. So I went and got my master's and was looking at really the strength and conditioning area, but then ended up teaching. So sometimes you just never know where your path is going to take you. So I ended up teaching um, at the college for 11 years, kinesiology, and while I was teaching, I got into triathlons about, I guess, 14 years ago, 14, 15 years ago, and I started after about three years in triathlon. I really enjoyed teaching, so I think that's what led me to my coaching. Um, they just kind of went hand in hand. I thought, you know, I love teaching my students about health and wellness, but I would also love to teach other people about how awesome this sport is, how awesome triathlon is, in multi-sport, and help others achieve their goals, um, not just in health and fitness, but also with racing. So I got into coaching. Um, I've been coaching triathlon now for about 12 years. I've been a certified coach. So I'm a USA Triathlon level two certified coach. Um, I'm also on the National Coaching Committee um, with USA Triathlon. Um, I'm I'm in my fourth year on that committee and that's been a lot of fun helping USA Triathlon with their coaching education and assisting where we can. Um, I have my NSCA CSCS certification. So I also enjoy creating strength programs and also with my teaching having that background and strength to help teach my classes but also to help um, my athletes and clients with their strength stability flexibility and mobility throughout their training so um, uh, that's also a part i enjoy is the strength aspect which is really what a lot of my athletes have been focusing most on right now is, yeah. is strength yeah. since there are no races going on yeah. <laughs> um, I also have my ACSM, Certified Exercise Physiologist, uh, certification as well.
0: Awesome. So, yeah, you have definitely a, even more of a background than I realize as far as all these certifications. But as far as, um, I guess, you know, going back to triathlon, before we get into what what is a triathlon and all the stuff with, associated with that, I'm just curious, like, what drew you to uh, triathlon and, and getting involved with all that?
1: Yeah, I figure skated my entire life and I figure skated in college and I moved to Texas for my first job at Motorola and it wasn't convenient to go skating (laughs) (laughs) so I needed something else to do so I bought a pair of running shoes and I thought you know I'm going to get into running so I got into running I found a local running club and I started training for my first half Marathon. Um, soon after that, I kind of jumped into the marathon, and I honestly I think I jumped into running a little too quickly, looking back now. Even though I was young, I was in my mid twenties. I did too many marathons in a row, and so I got injured. So I had a friend that I was running with, and she was a triathlete, and she said, you know, you should really, since you can't run as much right now, um, you should get a Bike and really try doing this triathlon with me so I started biking and swimming and I we did I did my first race with her mm-hmm. and um I loved it um even though everything went wrong in my first race
0: <laughs> really
1: I still finished I had two flats in my first race
0: oh, um, wow, finished,
1: yeah. <laughs> and uh I still fell in love with the sport
0: yeah Wow, that's yeah, so um I guess leading into that we can go ahead and and talk about cuz there's probably people who are listening, you know, I have students who are listening and probably wondering, you know, they've heard triathlon but maybe they don't really know what it is or what it involves. So I guess you can kind of go into some of the basics if you don't mind.
1: Yeah, um so triathlon it's always swim, bike, run. So that's the order. You swim first, you bike next, the run's always last. There are pool swim triathlons and there are open water. If you go anything beyond a sprint triathlon, you're going to be in open water. And I would highly recommend starting with a sprint. A sprint triathlon is the way to start. They actually, they even have super sprints. So if you're looking for something even shorter, they have some more introductory beginner triathlon races that are even shorter than a sprint. So kind of a sprint distance would be typically a 300 meter swim. So if you're looking at like a regular 25 meter pool, you're looking at 12 lengths and um, 300 is usually the average uh, distance for a sprint. And then the bike can be anywhere between 10 to maybe 15 miles for a sprint. That can vary a little bit. And the run is always a 5k. When you do something like a super sprint, the swim might only be 200 250 the bike might only be 8 or 9 miles and then the run might be 2 miles. So it's a little bit shorter. Uh, but the sprint distance is a great way to start and it's um, definitely when it comes to the training you're only looking at about 4 to 6 hours a week.
0: Okay, yeah, that's interesting. So uh, yeah, I've always been curious like how do you train for for a trial? I mean, like is it similar to like if you train for a marathon as far as the time frame and uh, I know you said four to six hours a week but how long does that go as far as training
1: yeah you kind of divide it up since there's three disciplines um it's dividing up your time and honestly you're going to spend most of your time on the bike so if you're looking at a beginner training for their first sprint, let's say you're looking at, you know, five to six hours a week, you might spend three to three and a half hours of that time training on the bike, and then maybe an out just an hour and a half or so on the run each week, and then maybe an hour total for swimming, so maybe two sessions of 30 minutes. So I typically start people out with two swims, two bikes, and two runs a week, and you alternate. So you might do a swim on Monday, bike on Tuesday, run on Wednesday, then you repeat that again. You have, you always have a rest day, usually with beginners, at least two rest days. So you're not doing something every single day of the week. And swims can be short. They can be 20 minutes for a beginner, maybe even less when you're first starting. Um, And you just kind of gradually build build that that time up. But four to six hours is definitely enough to train for a sprint.
0: Okay, yeah. Okay, that makes more sense. And um, as far as, I'm just curious, like right now with the pandemic and everything, are, are people, is this, a, is this a good time to, to start training for a triathlon or anything like that? I,
1: I would say yes. <laughs> and I say that only because if you give yourself even more time, if, especially if you're just getting into the sport, You know this is a great time when there really aren't any races and now we're moving into the off season um this is a great time to go maybe find a bike or borrow a bike i would highly recommend just borrowing a bike first and do your first race with just a maybe a used bike that you found or a bike you're borrowing from a friend before you really go out and invest a lot of money in a bike because they can be expensive so Try it out first. See if you like it. You can do a sprint even on a mountain bike. So if you have a mountain bike, okay. you can finish a sprint on that. Just try it out. And your first one is all about experiencing it. So this is a great time to get comfortable on the bike if maybe it's been a while. Um, maybe you haven't ridden your bike since you were 10, right? <laughs> so get on a bike, get comfortable with it again. Um, you know, start, it, start slowly building your running up and maybe incorporating some walking first. So this is a great time to kind of build that base and that foundation so that you don't just give yourself, you know, six weeks to train for it. Um, this is a great time to start building up that endurance and getting those skills that you need for the bike and the run and especially the swim. So the swim is typically um, a barrier entry for triathlon for a lot of people just because there's so much technique involved with it so this is a great time to get a swim lesson Um, you know have someone watch you swim get in the pool pools are open you can reserve a lane at least that's what the pools are like around here right now you can reserve a lane and um and just you know swim get comfortable in the water again and a swim lesson is a good investment if you're looking at getting into triathlon,
0: perfect. Yeah, that all sounds really good. So I, I was also curious, uh, just when you're talking, I was thinking about. It, but as far as people that you train and deal with, I mean, do you have all walks of life? Do you have like beginners? Do you have, you know, top top athletes and that kind of stuff?
1: Yeah. Yep. Everything um, from beginners to seasoned triathletes, uh, all different distances. So that's what makes coaching fun, is that I, you'll have new people that are just getting into the sport, and that's really exciting for me, because I know they're going to love it. <laughs> um, and then you also have athletes that have been in the sport for a long time. Maybe they're jumping up to the next distance, or they're trying to get faster at a certain distance, or they've, they've been doing triathlon for years, and now we're just really trying to um, perfect those smaller things sometimes it's just helping someone with their pacing or maybe their nutrition so yeah it's a variety of ages and skills and experiences
0: that actually ties well into what I was going to ask next which was you know obviously when you're training for a marathon you know nutrition and carbo loading kind of kicks in a few weeks before and all that so I'm curious uh, what's the what do you kind of advise when it comes to nutrition for for a triathlon
1: yeah, well, you always want to practice what you're going to do on race day. And nutrition really starts to play um, a larger role as those distances increase. So when you look at a sprint, nutrition, yeah, it's good to have something in your system, maybe have a water bottle on your bike. <laughs> but other than that, um, nutrition is not a huge role in those shorter distances. Now, when you start moving to Olympic distance, which I would say on average, people finish in around two and a half to three hours, you're out there for a little bit longer. So now nutrition is playing a larger role and an even larger role now when you move to that half Ironman distance Um, because now the average time is about six hours. So nutrition plays a larger role as these distances get longer and the longer that you're out there. Everyone's different and I would recommend that you need to try you need to practice what you're going to do on race day and you need to try out what works for you when that comes to what you're eating prior to your training days what you're eating during your training and then recovery as well so it's testing different things out
0: right okay that makes sense and then um so i'm just curious like how many triathlons have you done
1: um, I yeah. have done probably, I, I know I've done over 50. I I don't know the exact number, but when I put all my distances together, I've done over 50 and that, that includes like the sprints and the Olympic distances and half iron bands and all of that. Wow. So um, there were a couple years I didn't race, so I didn't race this year. Yeah.
0: Do, you, <laughs> and I do I didn't- you know if there are going to be any events anytime soon or?
1: Well, um, there have, there was a small sprint try locally. I know there are some smaller races happening, but they're just really limiting how many people are, can enter and there's no spectators. Um, Ironman, a lot of times when people think of triathlon, they think of, you know, the Ironman and Kona, um, or the Ironman brand.
0: Yeah.
1: And There was one half Ironman last weekend in Arizona, and that was the first race Ironman's put on since the pandemic started. So it was in Tempe, and it was just this past Sunday. So um, as far as I know, things went well. They took the right precautions. And I think there's a few more races Ironman has this year, and I think they're planning on on having those, you know, as long as you know, the state says they can.
0: Yeah. And yeah. you know, kind of along those lines, how how would you, how, where would you look to find one? Is there a website or that you would recommend to, to find that information?
1: Yeah, so if you're looking to, to try a triathlon and you're wondering where do these happen? Where can I find that sprint triathlon that sprint distance? Um, you can go to Trifine, so um, is a great resource, but you can also go to usatriathlon.org and they'll have all of the races in your area listed as well. Um, but those are two great places to find races in your area and when they are, you can go through the whole calendar and look at each month and the races that are happening in your area.
0: Perfect. And then I, I just, I've talked with others before, and I've, uh, about triathlons, and, and some people are, are maybe scared of, of injury or something like that. Like, do you talk about, you know, is there a lot of stretching in your programs and things like that to avoid, uh, you know, excessive wear and tear and all that kind of stuff?
1: Yeah, I mean, one thing that I, I love about triathlon is um, the variety. So I do like the variety, and I don't get injured as much because I am swimming and cycling in addition to my running. Mm -hmm. So I love the cross-training aspect of it, but you're right, you can still overdo it and you can still get injured. And so what I um, implement with my athletes for injury prevention, one, just looking at their overall volume. So you really have to look at the volume that they're doing and um, where they currently are with their fitness. Or if it's a beginner, where are they starting from? So that's really a huge part of just knowing my athletes, their experience with each discipline in their current fitness, but also implementing the strength components um, helps prevent injuries and mobility um, really helps as well. Um, So even like it's a couple sessions of mobility maybe 15 to 20 minutes a couple times a week can help a lot with the range of motion around the joints. Um, Of course, stretching too, stretching at the end of their workouts, but also dynamic warm-up. I incorporate that a lot, a dynamic warm-up before run or bike ride, um, so they're warming up appropriately as well can help with injury
0: prevention. Perfect. Yeah, that makes very clear sense there. So as far as if somebody came up to, to you and said, "What are what are your kind of like main tips for me to get started?" This is kind of I know you've kind of hit on this. We're just kind of summarizing, but um, you know, what are your main tips as far as getting started with the triathlon?
1: Yeah, I think one um, is to just start with the basics. You you don't need to go out like I said and get an expensive bike or you just need a pair of shoes, a pair of running shoes, (laughs) you can have a bike that has cages and you can even bike in your tennis shoes for your first try just to see if you like it. Borrow a bike, get a used bike and just start simple. Um, But I would recommend um, finding a group or a club. If you go to usatriathlon.org, you can go to local clubs in your area and this is a great way if you are not sure if you want to invest in a coach at that at this point just entering the sport being part of a club really you you have people all around you to help you um so you have people of athletes of all experiences with triathlon and really have many mentors that can help you through your first race and that you can ask questions and you can train with because it's always Safeties and numbers, especially on the bike um, and the water. So, and usually tri clubs have someone running a swim practice. So you'll have somebody to help you with your swim and your technique and to watch you. So that's a great place to start. Is just finding a local club or a local group that trains together.
0: Awesome. That is great advice. So if you don't mind too, I'm going to, when I post this on my Instagram, I'll, I'll tag you as well, just in case somebody needs to reach out. Now, most of my people are are from Texas and I know you're in Colorado, but you you know, you'll probably have a lot of good information that maybe I won't have. So if you don't mind, I'll tag you on that as well. Yeah. Uh, so other than that, do you have anything else to add as far as wrapping up this, um, podcast or anything else you'd like to, to say?
1: Um, I think, you know, triathlon is for everyone. So um, I know a lot of people associate it with these longer distance triathlons, but um, you know, you're a triathlete, even if you're doing a super sprint or a sprint, it doesn't matter the distance. Um, You're still a triathlete, even though you're not doing Ironman distances. And these shorter distances, they're challenging. They're, They're hard. Um, And so I actually love the shorter distances and the challenge of, can I do my transitions faster? Can I run faster off the bike? So, um, you know, look at these shorter distances and definitely start there. Um, I highly recommend just starting with, you know, a sprint try. Just see if you like it. There's something for everyone. Um, So when you look at triathlon, it's, multi-sport. So there's triathlon, which is the swim, bike, run, but there's also aqua bikes, where you just swim and you bike. So there's no running. Um, there's duathlons, where there, you take the swim out of it. It's usually a run, bike, run. And there's wow. also aquathlons, where you, there's no biking. So there's something for everyone. So if you're a little hesitant, maybe with the swim right now, Get into a duathlon and just start with the running and the biking. If you're not sure about the run, maybe try an aqua bike, just the swim and the bike. So there's really something for everyone um, and i it's definitely something you can do for a lifetime. So this is a lifetime activity, at least I hope it is for me.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and speaking of that, I was just curious. You know what? What do people when they when they start training and all that? Which what are people more scared of—the swimming or the the running or the biking?
1: In in my experience, the athletes I've worked with, it's been the swim.
0: Yeah, that's what I think too.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that would it, be my biggest fear.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> and I think that's why it's so important to start with those pool swims. Um, you know, those pool swims you can stay on the side of the wall, and you can rest there if you want to, if you need to. Um, some pool swims, you can even stand up in the middle of it if you need to, in the shallow end. Yeah. Um, so it, you need to gain that confidence um, and your skills more in the pool. Definitely, I would recommend before an open water swim, but even in open water swims, there's a lot of help out out there um during races so there's always kayaks out there where that you can hold on to them and that's not against the rules you can hold on to a kayak if you need to catch your breath and then start again a lot of people getting into the sport or if it's their first open water sprint open water swim um you know that's it's a nice comfort to know that they can do that
0: well, awesome. This was a uh, very educational, even for myself. Again, I, I've never done anything related to triathlon. So even myself, I learned quite a bit, so I appreciate that. And then, well, you're, you're still a cert- certified yoga instructor too, right? Are you still?
1: Yes. Okay. Uh-huh.
0: So, cause I want to do one on yoga eventually too. And I'm sure you have, cause in fact, uh, for those listening, uh, I had never taken yoga before until, um, when stacy was having her baby i had to take i had to step in and take <laughs> yeah. over and i had never even taken yoga before and i had to teach it so but ever since then i do it almost weekly so ever i'm i'm glad thankful for stacy for letting me teach that cuz now i do yoga all the time but yeah.
1: So and th- that was great that you took that. You, you did great. <laughs> yeah, well,
0: We'll have to have you on again and we can talk about yoga and other stuff. Cause you have a lot of, a lot of experience and knowledge in the field. So, so thanks for joining us. Uh, I appreciate it.
1: Okay. Thanks for having me, Cameron.
0: And everybody else listening. Uh, thanks. Thanks again. And we'll see you next time. So um, take care and have a great weekend.